Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode, of course, of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, I am here to tell you that this is going to be one hell of a fire show. News is breaking out left and right. Sony once again stepping on their own D with their PlayStation Stars program hit with massive controversy. We have Saudi Arabia potentially jumping into the video game world by spending $13 billion on an undisclosed publisher. We also have a tweet from the official Xbox account uh, talking about the announcement from Ryan Reynolds himself earlier this week that, yes, Deadpool 3 will see the return of Hugh Jackman. About the, uh, the Reddit post that saw a friend of the program, friend of the community, Jez Corden, poo-pooing it and then rescinding what he thought to be fake news. And he's actually working with the poster. And you know how Jez is. Jez is probably one of not only my favorite, but one of the most professional journalists in the uh, in the industry that we cover and we know and love so much. And uh, I think that we have a lot to say about that. And I actually think I might have missed something. What what else are we going to talk about, guys? Because this this definitely is going to be a two plus hour show. There is so much to get into. Um, Ninja Gaiden. I think everyone knows who Ryu Hayabusa is, right? Mm-hmm. Or Ryu Hayabusa. Uh, he is obviously synonymous with uh, DOA, which is of course Dead or Alive, which is a fighting game. He's also the main character in a little game, like I just said, Ninja uh, Ninja Gaiden, which to me anyway, is has always been associated with Xbox because, well, that's where it launched on the OG Xbox. And then one year later, Ninja Gaiden Black was released. Well, Team Ninja, ladies and gentlemen, has said something, has put it out there into the world, into the universe, if you will, that they are willing to outsource the IP as long as it's done with care. And folks... This is where we take a trip, a trip or a stroll, if you will, down Speculation Town. Uh, considering Wu Long going into Xbox Game Pass, considering the relationship that they have with Koei and obviously Team Ninja, I think, and this is just a theory and an opinion, that the next Ninja Gaiden should come from none other than Ninja Theory. Oh, I'd love to see what they would do with that game, especially on the technology that's coming the way of Hellblade 2. And we also have to talk about if we have room, because ladies and gentlemen, there is so much to get into. We're going to be talking about the video that has made the world spin on its head. And that is the demo made by one dude out of Korea called Gray. Honestly, I've watched the video three times. I have it downloaded. I'm going to be playing it in the background. I'm not going to put sound because I don't want to take any credit from the YouTuber who put this on his channel. I'll break down who that is because I want to give him credit. Um, Listen, this video is bonkers. It looks amazing. It, It literally looks amazing. I actually thought it was a sequel to the original Prey from back in the days with that American Indian who was the main protagonist. And of course the antagonists were aliens. And I thought, wow, is this an actual sequel to this? It's not, it's its own thing. 
my God, it looks incredible. We're going to get to that in a second, but let's get into the introdu introductions here. And we're going to start with Crispy Bomb, who has once again come home because he couldn't be with us on primetime. Crispy, welcome back, brother. How you feeling? Oh, feeling great. Got some coffee in me, injected in me. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's going to be a great uh, conversation today. We got we got a lot to talk about, um, and you know, some egregious activities, some sad days, some some games that look crazy that one person bill. I mean, it's it's just going to be a great conversation. Let's get into it. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. And uh, uh, Dreadpool, uh, welcome to the program, brother. Hopefully, you're doing well. And more importantly, what have you had for breakfast? You know, it's almost October, so I got to go for the pumpkin pie. There you go. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Did you use whipped cream or you didn't? That's the question. Heavy, thick whipped there cream. There you go, brother. Loaded. That's, that is the way that, to do it. Yeah, that and the coffee. <laughs> and, and and that is a great combination, sir. Very, very yes. good. Uh, excited to be here today. We got so much to talk about. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh. it, it, there, there is there is a lot to get into, and we're going to jump right into it because we already have 140 people here. We'll say a big shout-out to that. Uh, we obviously don't have a show unless we actually have people to listen to it, and I think we're going to have a record turnout today. Web Dave, brother, uh, how are you feeling after yesterday's uh, eight-hour affair of getting a, <laughs> getting a new ride? Uh, I, I know that you're a little under the weather. Are, are you feeling better now that the show has started? Oh man, I'm pumped and ready to go. Yeah, I'm I'm wide awake now. <laughs> yes, yeah, with my daughter had to get a new car and so yeah. We went and got it and she is so happy with it. So there we go. Let's let's do well, it. Listen, let's get into it. At the end of the day, brother, that is what it's all about. So yep. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're feeling better. I know you're gonna have a lot to say on what's going on in the gaming world. I mean, wow, it is going to be huge. But Let's get into the last panel member who is fired up this morning because of some of the things that Sony continues to do to their fans. And uh, I'm not going to repeat what he said behind closed doors because, quite frankly, I was a little shocked myself. I clutched the pearls. Fuzzy Belvedere, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm fired up already. PlayStation got me kind of pissed off, so we'll, 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 we'll definitely hear some more on that a little bit later. But so glad to be here with you guys and everybody in the chat. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, you know what I, I want. You know what what I'm going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is if you give me a moment, I'm going to pull up Gray right now. I'm going to I'm going to throw it up there. Pardon the the, the sound effects. I'm going to shut off the sound right now. Uh, and uh, let me just get. Hopefully, it's not stuttering for you. Uh, it's it loading for me. Yeah, okay, it, it does look good. Okay, excellent. Um, let me just. You know what? Let me just remove these other ones from the studio, so we ha we don't have any skipping. Okay, so what happened, ladies and gentlemen, is this this was put out there uh, on, 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 obviously, on social media um, that this game, Gray, is being made. Now, the uh, I just want to give proper, proper credits to who put it out there. So give me a second. Let me just find it here. Okay, so the YouTube channel that was, was fortunate enough to uh, get this early footage is called The Math Chief. Yeah, like M-A-T-H, like Math Chief. He's on Twitter, at the Math Chief 11 His YouTube channel's link is in the show notes. He doesn't have a lot of followers, but folks, the dude has hundreds and hundreds of thousands of, of, of subscribers to his YouTube channel, which I just became a channel a fan because, well, he put out this video that you see in front of you, 
And uh, folks, look at what I'm seeing. I, I, I know that it's, it's, I have old man eyes because I turned 52 last Sunday. But I'm here to tell you I am blown a freaking way by this game. This was made, folks, by one developer. And he put this demo out there so he can get help in making it come to become a reality. I personally don't know um, if Microsoft has seen this or what. Sorry about that. Um, but I think that this is a game that they have to get involved with early and often. We'll start first with Crispy. Crispy, you watched the video. I put it into the DM. We're seeing the video in front of us right now. It has a very Uncharted-esque feel to it. The American Indian protagonist looks amazingly designed. I mean, is this something that you want to see Microsoft immediately go to and say, can we work out a deal? Because this is this is the kind of content a lot of us have been asking Microsoft to have in their own first party. And I say, well, if you can't get first party to do this right away because, you know, other things are being made, go second and third party. Lock up an exclusive deal like this. Is this game worth that? I say yes. I mean... You know, obviously, you could see some of the the fighting mechanics could use a little little TLC, but um, other than that, I mean, the, the world is designed uh, very well for one person. Um, you know, some of the sounds I heard, I was like, uh, yeah, you could probably change that. But I mean, for being a bare bones, I mean, this is pretty incredible. And you know, let's be honest, Microsoft's had some pretty good success with like single developers doing games for them. So. You know, it, it makes total sense. Now, obviously, you know, you could use a little, uh, you know, back-end help probably, and that's probably what has been given to those single developers over time. So, I mean, I say go for it, and, and what better way to launch this out there is in Game Pass. Um, one thing I want to point out, which is interesting, I don't know if this person uh, watched Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat, because those baddies seem very similar to that movie. Um, you know, I absolutely do, yes. A, like a living entity um and and that, that's interesting because nobody's really went that route with a uh you know an alien type uh, species in a game at least um you know the, the electricity and you know the, the environments are very similar to what i saw in that after they took over parts of the earth so it, it definitely looks like something that could really become something special and uh you know this is where we go and say you know these these developers you know regardless of what people say they can come out with things that we've never seen before and this is why you know these these indie-esque uh, games or you know double a games need to be they have a huge place here you know and and i think game pass is a great way to uh to give them a launch pad to really have people uh look at their games yeah i i, I agree i i think what you're what you're gonna see uh moving forward is again even last year speaking with uh, several developers that I know personally uh they had explained to me that there is in fact a waiting list to get onto Xbox Game Pass because listen uh it's it's incredible exposure Microsoft does their due diligence to advertise said game whatever game that may be big a, you know triple A or single A or even indie games are coming into the uh, into Game Pass the month of whatever, um, and everyone's always talking about what's the next game coming into Xbox Game Pass. I mean, a perfect example of uh, of a smaller title that no one really knew about, even I didn't know about it, 
is that first-person Doom Quake shooter called Proteus. That game is probably going to be in my top 10 for 2022. It is absolutely astoundingly great. Um, Like I said, you've seen me play footage in the last couple of days. Go play that game. If you like Quake, if you like uh, games like Doom Eternal, this is right up your alley. It is absolutely a blast to play. It's old school meets new school in the best way possible. Um, and uh, yeah, listen, I, I like what you're putting down, uh, Crispy, and I, I agree with you. I think that Game Pass is going to be the avenue for developers of every ilk to obviously put their wares into. And, I, you know, I mean, look, we, we're not going to specifically get into it, but yesterday on the new episode of X vlog live, we, uh, you know, uh, Mav and I talked about, uh, Wu Long, their developer, which is Ninja theory. And they had a lot to say folks about, um, and let me just, uh, let me just stop this footage right there. And obviously this is, uh, this is who he's thanking. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to just, uh, drop this footage real quick. Uh, you know what? Let me rewind it. Let me rewind the footage again. Again, no sound folks for obvious reasons. Watch this while I while I bring in another clip to come to come in after this. But uh, yeah, listen, l- l- let's get Dreadpool. I want to get your opinion on this. Look at the game in front of you. This game screams to me, folks, and maybe that's a problem. PlayStation, right? Because they are known for these types of experiences, right? Over the shoulder, real life graphics, story driven content. It's what I love about PlayStation. It's what I love about Sony. I have a PlayStation five. I quite enjoy it. And I only buy exclusives there. You'll never see me play a multi-plat there because that is for Xbox. Um, but this is the type of game Dreadpool that I think Xbox needs. If you are someone on Sarah Bond's team, who, do, who or, or, you know who works with getting games into Xbox Game Pass? Is this something that you 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 say? Listen, we we got to get on this right away. Dread, are you there, brother? Uh-uh. I'm sitting here talking to myself again. Uh-oh. All right, so definitely, yeah. Um, the, for yet again, you know, these games that one person's working on, uh, and and they're looking better and better. They're not looking indie anymore. You know what I mean? Um, it's still considered an indie game because of the size, the yada yada, whatever. But um, for for this game to to have this oomph, I mean, you had um, Bright Infinite Memory earlier, you know, one dude, that one a kid, person, as a matter of fact, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, and it looks so good, plays well, you know, and this guy knows that, yeah, I need more help, I I need this you know and i think xbox would be the the brand that would sit out there and say hey look you know we you know the same thing they did with cuphead we like what you got we'll invest money into you Mm -hmm. and and let's make this game bigger and better and let's let's put out something that's going to be epic you know and that's what they did with cuphead i mean to me i don't know about you guys but have you guys seen john carter you know, from the John Carter from Mars. Dude, it's one of my favorite films that no one cares about. This, Everyone, yeah, I love that film. Yes. This reminds me of it. The alien ships, you know, the aliens don't, obviously, but it, it seems to borrow from a lot of different areas um, in pop culture. It does. It, you know yeah. what I mean? So, so something like that, yet again, this is something that Xbox needs, something that is uh, relevant with pop culture. 
you know, and they haven't been doing that all the time. And, you know, you, you know, you can't rely on Halo. Something like this breaks the mold, you know, and, and we're talk about whatever, Halo, the, whatever the narrative is, yeah. you know, it, it, I think it's it's got a good storyline without actually knowing anything about the game other than seeing these, the, you know, this gameplay. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Bring it in. Give them some money. Uh, even if it's um, just just like I said before, just something to help them uh, make a better game, even if it goes to another platform, even if, if that guy, you know, eventually brings out Multiplot, who cares? You know, get them get them the 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 help that they could, you know, make this game even better than what it looks like right now. And right now it looks amazing. It does. You know what? I, I, I hear what you're saying about the multi-plat. This is one of those instances, though, for me personally, that you go and you drop the bag and say, oh, yeah. hey, listen, let's we, we want to lock this up as in a console exclusive. I don't care if it's for a year. I personally, I would prefer it being just a straight up exclusive because, again, it's it's what Sony does very well. They, they lock up these deals and they get games like this on their platform. Uh, they, as a matter of fact, during the state of play that was happening a couple of weeks ago, they had two games, one that was like this and one was like Devil May Cry. And those are straight up console exclusives. Right, but uh, that, I don't think that's why I was saying uh, Cuphead. Yes. So just do like they did with Cuphead. You know, yep. uh, eventually it became it went over to uh, uh, Nintendo. You know, but that's yes. Yes. But that's eventually I'm not saying it has to go multiplat right now. Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 yeah, I totally get I, I get exactly what you're saying. I, I'm just saying that. These yeah. are the types of experience. Yeah, these are the type of experiences that a lot of Xbox gamers, including myself, have been asking for. Like again, if you have a PlayStation Five, at the end of the year, we're all going to be enjoying the shit out of a God of War. I know I am. Right? It's it, it's why I have a PlayStation Five. Um, but if you if you poll any group of Xbox players. As great as their racing games are and their FPS games are and their RPGs, there is two there are two missing cogs in this massive engine known as Xbox Game Studios. Well, actually, technically three. You're missing you're missing the family-friendly game in platformers, right? You're 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 missing uh, over-the-shoulder third-party games. I mean th- uh, third-person games like this. And uh, and um I mean, you, again, the list is going to vary. For me, I would add fighting games to that as well. We're still waiting for a new Killer Instinct. But there are holes. There are holes in Xbox Game Pass. And as great as it is, why not make it better with a game like this? This is an original concept. This is an original story. It looks ridiculously good, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get uh, Web Dave in on the conversation. Dave, what what are your thoughts on this? Is this a must grab for uh, for Microsoft? Definitely, absolutely, absolutely, without question. This they should be all over this and investing in this guy and helping him out and getting him going and getting him help he needs to make this uh, uh, into a full game. Uh, it reminds me of uh, one of the Horizon type games from Sony. I mean, it's uh, it has that level of quality and this is just one guy doing this i mean can imagine his creativity and in depth that he gets into this i think it's going to be fantastic i i, I really wanted i want to see i want to see more i was like come on man let's play some more let's see some more you yeah know? but uh but it's just it looked great it looked uh i mean 
obviously it maybe could use some polish, but I mean, considering what, you know, what he's done, one man, I mean, my God, the, the, even the detail and, and just that, you know, people were, were talking about the, um, the alpha of the, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto six, you know, <laughs> and this was just one guy's little, you know, testing to get him out there. And it's like, wow, this looks really almost polished considering I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it really, it's, it's a no brainer. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I, I think it is a no brainer. Uh, and, and, you know, speaking of, of one person developed games, here's another one. This is bright, bright memory infinite uh, that was launched onto Xbox game pass uh, was it a Game Pass? No, you had to, I think you had to buy this for a couple of bucks. Yeah, it was like 7 or $8. You bought the original one. Uh, short game for sure. Some crazy wackadoo bosses. But I'm going to be honest with you, folks. For one dude, this was excellent. I quite enjoyed my run with this. Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, and then we're going to move to topic two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, you obviously Gray has taken the interwebs by storm. Yeah. Uh, I know that after just watching it, this I've watched that video seven times now. I've watched it five before the show, twice live on the air. Um, for you personally, taking a look at the quality of game of that game by one dude, mm-hmm. the, should should this be a, a, a priority for uh, Xbox Game Studio staffers that find games like this? to get them help, to get them in on Xbox Game Pass. Because, again, it's those types of experience that a lot of us really want, and they don't have. I, I think it's definitely a worthwhile priority for them to kind of, you know, take them under their wing type of deal as far as with the idea at Xbox program and, and see if they can't get that, you know, scheduled for, like, some sometime when it's ready for uh, Game Pass itself. Like, I, I, I think the big thing that we have to take away from this is that, you know, Way back when games just, you know, it, it took big budgets, big teams to build something that looks special type of deal. And now you have a lot more, you know, indie devs or, or solo devs making games that almost look like they're AAA in, in, in scope or budget type of deal as far as with the uh, the tools that are out there, whether it be Unreal Engine 5 or some of the, you know, the game stack stuff that Microsoft offers. I, I, I think they they really should. Uh, take a look at this, see if they can't, uh, you know, help or or work with this particular developer, see if they can make an arrangement to get this in Game Pass. And whether it be, you know, a total exclusive or timed exclusive or, you know, just at least in Game Pass, you know, day and date at, as it is released on other platforms. I think this is worthwhile because those little, you know, um, I guess you could say like indie games that come into Game Pass seem to add like that extra spark of why you're maintaining your, your, your subscription, whether you're yeah. going from, you know, triple a or first party and, you know, some of the games that are in there, it's like, these are the things that kind of hold your attention in between the next, you know, first party drop or next triple a drop or whatever you have it. But overall, I, I like the, the graphical style. And yes, I know it is a, you know, it's not going to be like a Callista protocol level, but considering for one man or one person, one one yeah. developer making this, I mean, you got to give them credit for being able to pull this off. And and I I definitely am looking forward to what the finished product is going to look like. And if they can get additional help, oh man, I can only imagine that this could be like the the start of like a, a trilogy or start of a series that you know becomes synonymous with 
with uh, either Xbox in general or just as far as like a kind of like a, a new spin on sci-fi stuff. And I, I kind of like, you know, where he's taken it so far. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I, I think that uh, this should be a priority. I think games of this ilk deserve uh, support. Microsoft uh, has <clears throat> a way to get content uh, to mass a mass audience in Xbox Game Pass, right? Uh, currently, and I and again, this take it for for what it's worth. It just take it with a grain of salt. I have heard they have surpassed thirty million. So has Tim Dog and a few others. And we all and King David specifically said that he believes they're well past thirty. How much past thirty? I, I I honestly I couldn't tell you. I don't have the stats sheets in front of me. But I'm going to tell you this: there's a reason, folks, why there's a line to get into the club, because the exposure of your game, regardless of size, from indie to AAA bomb, is automatically 30 million eyes. Now, is everyone going to download your game? No. Is everyone going to love and play your game? No. But think about this. Usually what stops us of, as gamers is the cost of admission, right? But nowadays... Everything being so bloody expensive, we have to be smart with our money. I mean, I'm not rich. I, I, I'm a blue-collar dude that's retired. You know what I'm saying? And I make the channel work through Super Chats and channel memberships, which I'm going to get to Super Chats in a second. There are already a, quite a few of them. So in order for me to still be a part of the conversation, Game Pass has been a basic savior for me personally because my backlog continues to grow and that's because there are so many games coming in there. So it allows me to try, like, you know, obviously you hear Pong Soul say he's a grazer, right? Pong, I love Pong. Pong's always like, yeah, I'm not really, you know, here, there. I'm a grazer. I'll try this for a little bit. He, he, he's playing right now a space game that has you cutting pieces off. It's like a, it's, it's an Xbox Game Pass. He said it's going to be people's games of the year because it's, it's kind of like Power Washer Simulator, except mm -hmm. in space. I haven't tried it. I heard about it and talking about it on PM in the PM last night. And now I'm like, you know what? This damn Pong Soul and I got to go play this game, right? So this is an opportunity for Microsoft to do two things. Get games that the fan base has been clamoring for in the third person, story-driven, real-life type of graphics, over-the-shoulder camera, right? And at the same time, introduce said developer to the world. Look, look at this studio. One person... We sent a bunch of help in from Xbox, and this game is going to be... And again, I agree with you, Fuzzy. It doesn't necessarily have to be an exclusive. The exclusive is, in itself, is Xbox Game Pass. But let me get back to topic number two. But before we get there, folks, I got to thank a lot of people. We have five Super Chats that popped in here. First one of the day comes to us from Sith Lord, generous friend of the program. He drops a $2 Super Chat and says, Good morning, everyone. I like the new background, Boom. Well, thank you so much for that. And I'm not sure. Oh, you're talking about the the camera one? Yeah, it's it's a virtual. It doesn't work as good because I don't have a green screen. It's a virtual one. It it works because it has a lot of like dark colors in there, so you can't see some of the stuff behind me, which is cool. So thank you for that, Sir X Man, good generous friend of the program. Does a five dollars super chat and says was playing Proteus and uh, and Xbox console stream uh, at the auto dealer. And it was running flawlessly on my 5G phone with, with the Razer Kishi 
That's why Stadia died. No, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about this because there are people running around saying that this Stadia death is is gonna doom the the the, the deal and and it's Microsoft's fault. The bottom line, folks, is the people responsible for killing Stadia is exactly who has killed countless other things that they start up and they drop, and that is that is Google themselves. They they do things half heartedly. And then they come in and they expect like these big things to happen. Folks, the gaming business is hard. You can't just, you know, be a, a, a rich, uh, you know, um, uh, body or an entity and expect that you're just going to throw a couple of bucks at something. Sadia failed from its inception. Having to pay for the service and also buy your games like that was a that was a, 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 a that that was set for disaster from its inception, um, but we will get to that momentarily. Um, Highlander 001 drops a very generous uh, five dollars super chat and says, "Morning, boom, um, uh, good." I said, "Well, good morning, morning, Mister Boom. Hope your mom is doing better. Thank you, she is, brother. Thank you so much for that. This game gives me Cowboys versus Aliens love." The panel, keep it up. Yeah, Cowboys vs. Alien, another you know movie that yeah. no one really talks about. That was a I really enjoyed that film as well. Uh, Briscoe underscore Sun, what's up, brother? He drops a five dollars super chat and says the footage makes me believe a Killer Instinct narrative driven third person game would be fire. Somebody sign this man up right now to do a story for that because I'm buying that game. That's awesome, bro. He says who should be the main character. I think you. I think that you could select your character, and it would tell a different branch of the story. How about them apples? That's what I like. And J.C. Collar Moreau drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says, so, uh, "Saudi Arabia wants to buy a publisher for thirteen billion. Yeah, I did a poll. Uh, head over to Mr. Booms at Mr. Boomstick XL. That poll is live right now. Uh, I put up um, either it's going to be PlayStation, Embracer Group." Um, or Ubisoft, or none of the above, or and, you know, add your own your own theory there. Um, it's it's everyone's getting into the business, and 13 billion, even though it's not 70 billion, still nothing to sneeze at, folks. Because well, I only have a couple of trillion in the bank, so you know, I'm, I'm not there yet. Joking, of course. Uh, look, let's let's get into um, let, let's talk about Stadia for a second, folks. Let's talk about what happened yesterday. A lot of people in the chat are asking for us to get into it. Listen, Phil Harrison, who is the head of that division, um, hasn't had a good track record when it comes to uh, starting, being put in a lead position, and then having things under his leadership fail. Right? I mean, it's 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 out there, folks. We we, we I'm I'm not going to throw the man under a bus. He's probably well more intelligent than I'll ever be. But he has had a lot of things under his tutelage fail. And Stadia is just another thing added to the list. Stadia failed, and they're closing it down officially on the 18th of July in 20, uh, 18th of January in 2023. And they are issuing refunds if you purchased your hardware and your games through Google. I don't think that if you got anything outside of Google, they will be like if you bought it from Best Buy or something. I don't think they're going to give you a refund, but again, I'm not a thousand percent sure on that. Um, let's let, let's go to our guest. Let's go to Fuzzy. I mean, uh, Crispy. Crispy Stadia is no longer. It's dead. But I. But t- to be fair, folks, it's been dead for a while. 
Um, they closed down their first party studios, which was one. And it was led by Jed, Jade Raymond, who is now uh, officially working for uh, PlayStation Studios and, and her own brand new um, company or, you know, public, uh, you know, uh, development house. Uh, she has an exclusive game coming for PlayStation. Um, and when you when she left, you kind of saw the writing on the wall. Um, they didn't have their own first party division. They 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 marketed only a few Ubisoft games. You had to buy the games separately. You also had to pay for the service. Supposedly, the service is pretty good. I, I never had Stadia, but supposedly it was very good. Microsoft had nothing to do with Stadia dying. Stadia is the one responsible for it. What are your thoughts? Just some members of the community writing to the FTC, writing to the CMA saying, look, you see what Microsoft did? Stop this deal. I don't want to throw any names under the bus because, well, we don't do that here. But if you're one of these people, I'm going to say you're embarrassing yourself and just grow up because the CMA is not going to respond to your tweet. But then again, they did use block emojis in there. So I maybe you will get a response. Chris, what are your thoughts? Oh, uh, it's a sad day. Not really, though. I mean, it, it just, <laughs> you know, kill it with fire. Um, yeah, Stadia, they, they're just like, we have to be first to market and didn't realize what, you know, what it's going to entail. To, it's an to undertaking actually, for sure. You know, like it, even Xbox hasn't officially launched, even though like just about everyone at this point can play xCloud. They still haven't officially announced it. And and basically, you know, Amazon's doing the same thing with Luna. I mean, they're, they're basically, you know, going to ride that beta train until no end because at the least you have a, a back-ended excuse to why your product isn't running correctly. Um, you know, Stadia actually ran well, but they, they did it completely wrong. They basically made you pay for the subscription, but also pay for the games, which makes zero sense to me. Um, yeah, I believe there were some games that were like, you know, basically free in there. Um, it just it, it wasn't logical the way they did it. Um, you know, they really, I believe, rushed to market just to get ahead of Xbox, even though if they would have known, probably they would have realized that Xbox had no plans to fully release this anytime soon. So that that was their own mistake. You know, what I mean, they 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 have made their own mistakes. Um, and unfortunately, you know, regardless of google standing you know money wise they they chose to kill it and you know i mean i always said why is google not getting into more of the mobile gaming and and investing there and you know it just the writing was on the wall like you, you didn't you didn't create a product that people went to you didn't have you know regardless of what you could say about exclusives they do matter when you're trying to launch a, a platform and you know, as I always say with my story, like Gears is the only reason why I got an Xbox One. When they came out with Gears Ultimate Edition, that's where I bought my Xbox One because I knew it was coming and they got rid of the Kinect. They did started doing the right things. And Stadia just chose not to. They didn't release with features that they promised. They they, they just did fumbled. And um, the only thing I say is is Google, people need to realize Google and Microsoft are not friends. Um no, the they, why, they hate each other, dude. Like yeah, straight up. Yeah. The, the reason why you can't stream directly to YouTube, that is completely Google. Okay. If you didn't know that. All right. Google does not want to play ball. They have competing browsers. They are in the same type of space. 
they hate each other. Like if you thought Apple and Microsoft hate each other, nah, Google hates them more. So I think Google did this on purpose. They were planning on closing this a long time ago. And they just said, you know what? We got this. We were going to close it maybe last year before the, you know, Activision, you know, deal was like put out there. And they're probably like, oh, we can wait now. We can wait until the regulators are looking at this. And you know what? Maybe it does something. I, I would say, you know, if the regulators are smart, you say you're kind of playing the game here, Google, and you have almost as much money as Microsoft. If you really wanted this to work, you could nurture it and you could take the hit that everybody knows the, the costs when it comes to creating a subscription service. I mean, still to this day, Netflix does not make money technically. Okay, so you have to look at these subscription service and they take forever. Now, do they have profit? Do they have all that? Sure. But the investments into the, the new IPs and, you know, the original series and all that costs a ton of money. And, you know, you started, you got Jade Raymond. You said, hey, you know, we're going to make this studio. And then you just, I mean, it, it felt like, what, six months and then they killed it. And it's like, you know, what was the point then? And it's just like, oh, well, it's not making us money. Um, no crap, dude. No crap. This is what happens when you're trying to create a new space. And did you think about this? No. So, you know, shame on Microsoft for, you know, putting the money where their mouth is and actually continuing to support these things, buying all these studios because they needed more content. Hello, world. Google, you had money, too. You could have, uh, you know, got in on some of these things that have happened. You know, Sony buying developers, Microsoft, you didn't bother. So that's your problem. It's not anybody else's. So it's just, it, it's sad to see people, you know, oh, this is the reason. This is what we're talking about. It's like, dude, you're just, you're shilling for Google here. Think about that. I mean, it's kind of pathetic. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I absolutely agree. Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on this. You're, you're someone that actually owns a stadia, as a matter of fact. You said there was one sitting, the controller sitting right next to you. Uh, is Microsoft's investments somehow responsible for the death of Stadia, or is it as we expected, Stadia just doing what uh, Google normally does is they start something, they put, they dip the toe into the water, and they're like, too cold, I'm going to step out. And they half-hearted it. I mean, as a matter of fact, we have people in the chat literally saying that the minute they canceled their first-party studios, which was one, th that was the sign that, they that, that it was dying. Real quick, Kingfish737, who's been a channel member for nine months, says, Morning Boom always loved the show and panel. Well, thank you so much for that. He says, I will say that Stadia helped push Xbox to do xCloud and to improve it. That's my humble opinion. Yeah, and, and, and that's a great opinion because um, Microsoft needed to step up their game because Stadia ran better, and now Microsoft is the one that's running better because, well, Stadia is canceled. But for you, Dread. As, as a consumer, like you, I want you to attack this question as a consumer because you are when you have Stadia. What did they do to keep you as a customer, or did they do anything? All right. Um, so anybody else on the panel buy this this uh, the Founders Edition like I did? No. All right. So y'all don't you you'll have to experience it through my eyes then. So I was going to say because you guys could actually vouch for what I'm saying. But um, so getting it, it was a cool concept. It was um, it, it it pushed Xbox to do better. It didn't push Xbox into cloud. Okay, Xbox already put out a cloud product that they kept internally, 
and said this wasn't good enough and they scrapped it and they started over to the what we have now okay and the funny thing is phil did kill stadia okay i did say that phil killed stadia phil harrison not phil spencer okay let's let's get that right you had the 400 people here grasping for breath (gasps) (laughs) but and we, I've already said this before many times on these shows. How many times have I said, I wish I had Phil's PR for like uh, getting you know, a, a new job or something like that to, to, to another position. I want that PR guy that whoever, because Phil has screwed up every, every, every place that he's gone to, he has screwed up. I don't care how smart he is. He's figured a way to manage to screw it up. And unfortunately, th- that's what's going on. There's no, everything that he's done, there's been no support. You had a studio there and the studio's gone, right? They, they've been giving out free games uh, every month or uh, like a couple free games here and there, but you still got to buy your basic games. You still have to have the service for the free games, just like xCloud does, uh, or, or I'm sorry, gold, right? So you get your, your free games with gold. You still have to have the service. Uh, I believe uh, Sony's doing the same thing with their other um, services. So it, it's it's nothing different there but when you got to buy a game and have the service i'm like if i'm buying the game i should have that part of that game uh accessible to me for free without requiring the service you know that would make sense but you know phil goes out there harrison right phil harrison goes out there and says you know what this is what we have this is how we're going to do it and we're beating both the playstation pro and the xbox one x we have better graphics more teraflops when was the last time we heard about teraflops right but then you look at it and you look at ps5 is coming out you look xbox one uh the series is coming out you didn't know about the 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 series uh s yet at that time but we knew what the series x was and it's like misleading information you know so everything that he's done it has been basically hide the shell and false advertising you know, and then you have a studio, uh, as Crispy pointed out, that they got rid of, and it's like this isn't, this doesn't make sense. You're killing the franchise, or the, the, not the franchise, but you're killing, you're killing your industry that you're trying to get into already, right? And here's the funny part: some one of the best places to play uh, Destiny and Ghost Recon was on Stadia. There were, uh, and and people will argue about this, but destiny can you imagine people are saying that the best place to play was on stadia ghost recon had um and this was the tech that was behind there ghost recon breakpoint was one of the worst games that they had Mm -hmm. you know but on on stadia it played best here's the other part right they had technology that was only on stadia you could see in a little mini map where your other um um co-op players were so you know if they were like hey i'm I'm pinned down you can actually see like like a like a section not like a little mini map you can actually see what they're seeing that's cool right so it's you're doing picture in picture with the technology and it's something like advanced warfighter that you would expect from the 360 days that they were advertising that you can look and see and you know you have all these cameras and you know um you can see from the sky and this and that so you would be able to do all that you know and 
there was a lot of promise there. And that's why, you know, yet again, knowing better, but I said, you know what, I got to try this out. This, this seems really cool. Um, even if it doesn't work out, you know, it's a great idea, you know, and hopefully Xbox does the same thing. And, you know, they did buy Bethesda with, uh, Orion. And I'm wondering when Orion is actually being brought into the X cloud or if it already is, or if they're still working on using that technology, but that's the thing. This is all technology and they didn't apply to it. They didn't, they didn't do the, the business model correctly. Yeah. Well, again, they dipped their toe in it. You know, I mean, yeah. you, when you when you want to get into into the video, first of all, if you want to make a game and put your game out there, or, you know, for everyone to play, obviously there's a lot of room, a lot of maneuverable room for you. Lots of platforms. Most people go to PC because PC has a bit wider audience. It's very easy to get in there. But when you're trying to get into the gaming market like Stadia was, like Amazon is currently with Luna, like Sony's been for a gazillion years, Nintendo gazillion years, Xbox 23 years. You have to heavily invest. And unfortunately, most people, including myself, when this was announced, I was like, yep, give this a year to be dead because it's Google. <laughs> yeah, let me let me, let me uh, re-add to this because I am seeing uh, questions on if, Stadia, if I think Stadia is better, right? The Stadia tech was good and advanced in certain ways. Just like when Sony bought, uh, who was that, um, that other company that they didn't use basically. And they just let their cloud services go. Oh, Gaikai. Yes. Thank you. At that time was good for what it was. Okay. Stadia is, is good for what it what for what it is. However, it's not all encompassing. Great. Okay. Um, you needed 20 megabytes for your gameplay to be steady. X, X Cloud only needs seven to eight. So you tell me which yep. one's better, right? So X Cloud is getting better, but you need competition. And that's the thing. X, um, Stadia gave X Cloud competition and reason to be better. But however, it didn't give them much competition after they surpassed them. When you have less bandwidth that you require to um to to produce good quality video and streams and not you know and you brad sams was playing halo when it was in beta and he was winning games okay on, on the x cloud so when you're playing a competitive shooter like that and you're in this you know halo 5 and you're being and you're able to win games and not just get dominated that tells you that the technology is there just about it's not a hundred percent and it will never be a hundred percent and you know that's the problem you know, but at the same time, it's a good thing, you know, so these guys are pushing each other and that's what we want. We want this competition and for Stadia to go down, it sucks because now the competition is left to uh, Luna and Sony. Who else is there left that, that has anything streaming other than NVIDIA GeForce? Uh, the, what is it? The GeForce now. Right. But they're streaming Steam games. You know, so yet again, it's another technology, but it's the same. It's the same thing. We need that the the competition there, and unfortunately, they didn't put the money or the backing into what they did. They lied to your face. They misled you. Right. At least now you're actually going to get uh, for those that bought it through Google. You should be getting you know majority of your money back. Um, it just depends on how you bought everything. 
Yeah. Well, listen, again, I'm glad they're giving uh, refunds. Uh, unfortunately, it's only going to be like like Dred just said, if you purchased it from Google themselves. Um, let, let's bring in um, Web Dave in on the conversation. Dave, listen, you mm-hmm. you have you you like investing in new things. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, you know, you have a Steam Deck. Uh, you know, there's there's other handheld portables that you might get into because you like you like tech. You know, you know, we 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 know that. On paper, Stadia sounded like a, like like the, the the next big thing for gaming, but in 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 in, pra- in practice or practicality, if you will, it, it turned out to be a dud, and that's because mm-hmm. they thought, and I say they, Google thought they could come in being as rich as a company as Microsoft, as Apple, as many of the other big the big ones out there that they can just throw a bunch of development dollars at the wall and whatever stu- you know was sticking it would work and in fact that's not the case yeah it it didn't stick it uh, i mean it, it just like you said the tech was there it seemed like it was going to be really nice 4k like wow that'd be awesome but you know there there still were limitations with the, you know different uh, services throughout the United States and throughout the world that, you know, some places don't have the capability to handle that uh, the stream lines that they were trying to, to put out with to maintain at least the 4k part. So, you know, I mean, it, it and, and then you had to, you had to pay for the, the, you know, the service and then you had to buy your games again, if you already owned them. I don't know. That it, it just, a lot of things. It, it was a recipe for failure, to be yes. honest with you. Yeah, right there. Agree with you, hundred percent. It definitely, um, it definitely wasn't something I was interested in. I, I I'll have to admit, I, I never tried it. I, you know, I was one of those things. Was like, well, let's see how it goes, and if it becomes something popular, then, then yeah, I probably would have gotten into it. But uh, no, it it never, it never turned into what the promises were. And so, so since it never made it there, I never, I never adapted it at all. Um, and I feel kind of, you know, kind of bummed that some people did. Um, the, the really, the big thing that gets me and actually it just kind of, it ticks me off that, you know, people are like, you know, the ABK deal is now in trouble because of this. That is absolutely garbage. One does not have an effect on the other. And this ABK deal is going through people. (laughs) There's nothing that can stop it. So no matter what kind of fantasy land you live in, in uh, in a PlayStation fanboy's head, it is not going to stop that deal. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I like competition. I like that there were different choices and different avenues for people. But, um, you know, we're still going to be able to do stream gaming on other services. And I think in the long run, you know, the, what, what works is what people are, are going to gravitate to. You know, Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, a, yeah, sure, hundred percent. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say, uh, uh, working tech along with value, Dave. Yes, is why Microsoft is going to become the market leader. It's not because of Call of Duty. It's because they're giving you an opportunity to play your game wherever you want, and at the same time, take your Xbox Game Pass subscription to a level that no one else is offering. That is a great point. And and and, and the the nicest thing on top of that is it's not just like, you know, like you and me, we can consider, you know, we love playing, you know, console games or PC games or hardcore games, but there are, you know, the level of people that play mobile and and is going to really, you know, Game Pass being such a broad, vast variety. When this is all said and done, 
and Microsoft is there for everyone. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how they get to their three billion subscribers is because they have something for everyone, not just for a little niche here, a little niche here. It is for everybody. And not everything is for everybody. That's what's amazing yep. about this, you know, stuff that's coming. Yeah, well, sh- T-shirts on the way. Not every game is for every gamer. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to buy those on Double Barrel Gaming at, once, once the artists finish putting all those together. But uh, listen, Fuzzy, let's let's grab your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you heard everyone had what what had to say. It, it, again, I have to reiterate the question: Is Microsoft's success or hefty investment into cloud the reason why Stadia failed, or is it you know Stadia's fault for failing? <laughs> Um, it, it, I look at it from a funny standpoint of they want to blame Microsoft because they didn't expect that they would need to do this type of investing into mm-hmm. this, this space. Like, yeah, they always point at, oh, Bethesda. It's like, oh, they spent $7 billion. It's like, you guys have that. And then some, yep. and that's what made you jump out of it. I mean, I, the only reason why I didn't go for like the founders edition was because it was Google. Like everything on paper looked like an awesome, ambitious, great forward thinking, you know, platform. The problem was the parent company being Google. It, there, there's a website called Google Graveyard for a reason. Actually, um, you know who told me about that this morning? Um, uh, uh, Everborn said there's an, there's a site literally called that. Mm hmm. And as someone that's been in like marketing and advertising and stuff like that for, you know, retail online, I I used to go through all of the times where, oh, Google Plus or their, their um, whatever their social media thing was to kill Facebook. I'm like, do we really want to bother <laughs> making an account? Because it's only going to last a couple of months and they drag that on for a year or year and a half and it was on like fumes from day one because they they just didn't put any real effort into it they expected it to be like their search engine where it was instantly a hit but that was where they put all their focus in in the beginning of you know the the creation of google um as well as when it came to like google maps well at the time nobody really did maps as far as on the grand scale other than if you went through like garvin or something like that for their portable stuff so they that was like almost an instant hit um but everything i won't say everything else but a lot of things that they they dip their toes into they quickly yank their foot out of that pool and run back home and put you know their comfy slippers on and and just don't even think twice about it anymore like i i kind of knew the writing was on the wall for google not just when they closed the studio but when they made the the chromecast not compatible where you would have to force sideload and then they put a patch out like weeks later after that later uh, chromecast came out that you couldn't sideload it anymore or if you did it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, function I was like, well, wait, so you went and made the extra effort to make sure sideload doesn't work when you're all about sideload on some of your Android based type products. Hmm. That must mean you're getting out of this. And they had already made the decision. It's just that they kind of dragged it on for however long you want to, you know, think about it. But will this uh, closure or, or quick closure, you know, hurt the deal? I'm pretty sure it's going to come up in conversation. Um, and you know, Microsoft's lawyers are pretty smart. 
I'm not going to, you know, say anything bad about the uh, regulators out there. I mean, much like politicians and, and other people, they're, they're just human beings. Some of them sharper than others, some not. But um, Microsoft's lawyers are going to be able to quickly, you know, put to rest any any concerns as far as Google with that. And, and we still have to look on the sidelines because Amazon, they're up there as well. And they're not releasing or pushing Luna just yet. Like I, yeah. I, I, I think they're actually going to be Microsoft's toughest opponent because they're going to sit on the sideline and watch all the mistakes made by others yeah. and all the, the correct moves made by, you know, Microsoft or, or those that make good moves and they're going to mimic those or, or find something better. Like, there's a reason why there's no more, you know, brick and well, I won't say no brick and mortar bookstores, but you know, Amazon is a, a they're they're you know engineers over there are pretty smart cookies. In fact, there's a couple you know former Xbox employees that are really helping that Luna project right now. So um, I, I would say that's that's going to be the bigger fight for Microsoft at this point. But you know, it's sad to see. That Google wasn't committed or as committed as they should have been because some of the stuff that they they talked about as far as like the YouTube aspect where you can click on the game after watching a video and be in that game in seconds, that's huge. And, and it's almost like I, I wish there was a friendlier relationship between Microsoft and YouTube. So that way you could go back to uploading direct from your console videos. Yes. You could go back to... Um, you know, live streaming and things along those lines, like things that they purposely won't let you do because, you know, mommy and daddy are fighting for whatever reason type of thing. But um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where it's sad to see, but hopefully this is a lesson for all future companies that, that are going to get into this. I mean, we already got 10 cent knocking on the door with that, that, um, you know, project that they're, they're linked up with, with Logitech. And don't think in the year or two that you won't get an update that the whatever service they offer will be, you know, mixed in there as well. It's just that, you know, Xbox is ready to get in there and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll take your money and we'll work with you. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it's sad to see. Hopefully, you know, Amazon learns from this and, you know, competition will continue to get stronger as, as time goes on, keeping, you know, Microsoft honest in this this uh, cloud space for the most part. So we'll we'll see what comes of it. But it ain't it ain't hurting the abk deal that's that's on some other level of stuff where there would have to be something dramatic in i don't know like the other like entertainment or interactive media business to really you know cause an issue like disney and and a few others would really have to kind of like step in and try and do something to kind of stop it to make it even remotely close to being held up. But uh, that, that's all I got on that. Yeah. I mean, good stuff. Everyone had a great, great uh, uh, you know, a great conversation. This, that was a great piece. Again, originally not in the conversation. We're going to get into Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Theory. Now there's some folks in the chat here that are, that want to know why is Ninja Theory being compared to Ninja uh, Gaiden? I'm going to break all that down for you. Super easy to understand. But before I do, I got to catch up with some of the Super Chats. has been quite a few of them. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Andy Hart, who's been a channel member for six months. Andy, thank you so much for that. He says, heard Cyberpunk was also good on Stadia at launch. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I mean, a lot of people said that it was good, but 
you know, again, it's if you're not gonna if you're not gonna invest fully, this is what this is what sadly happens. Uh, we also have a ten dollar super chat from P one five five three D like and David, and they say Stadia was dead at conception of their business model. At the point I have to pay a subscription to play the games that I also have to buy at a regular price, I was out. 100%. Uh, Andy Hart drops a two-pound super chat and says Stadia was a very ambitious gamble. Brett Bingham drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, to people saying Stadia is killing the deal, Google still has an Android, still has Android and games. Stadia's peak users were at most only, wow, 0.013% of Android gamers. Yikes. Mm. Uh, nine Lives, 210, uh, drops a very generous $2. Super chat and says, a ghost of our hippo character floats in front of the words game over. I don't know what that means, dude. I'm going to be honest oh, no, with that you. Was, that was a it super was an sticker. image. It was oh, image. okay. It was a description okay. of the super sticker. Oh, well, there you go. Thank you very much for that. I'm like, I'm confused here. But Brett Bingham drops an additional, very generous $5 super chat and says, Google's attempt with Stadia could be best explained by the old saying, champagne taste on a a champagne taste on a beer budget. Wow. (laughs) That is a really good one. Ice Cold, who's been a channel member for one month. Wow, dude, he's done this again. Uh, Ice Cold, thank you so much for the generosity, folks. He has gifted five double barrel gaming memberships. Get out there and claim those. Thank you so much for the generosity, uh, Ice Cold. It is auto. It is auto generated by uh, YouTube too. Who is okay? Well, there you go. So wow. nine lives. Our uh, RSJ fan, Jason Hackett, Bionic Wolf, and Rick Solaris were gifted. Oh, that's Ice awesome, bro. I didn't know it was so. I'm always still learning with this stuff. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Kayasante, what's going on, brother? Hopefully, you're having a good day. He's been a channel member for six months. He says, uh, Fuzzy, sometimes I forget we are such tech kindred uh, spirits. It's like you're talking thoughts right out of my head. Preach, brother. <laughs> uh, I love to hear that. But, folks, let's let's get into topic number three, okay? And this is a good one. Now, look, it's a bit of a spe- it's a bit of bit of speculation, right? It's a more of a a wishery, if you will, from Mister Boomstick XL to the gaming universe above. Well, look, Ninja Gaiden, like I said in the opening, is synonymous, at least for me personally, with Xbox, right? Ninja Gaiden, OG Ninja Gaiden One, Ninja Gaiden Black, truly masterpiece master craft level titles that are the reason why you have Soulsborne's games today their difficulty spikes were through the roof ridiculous now i can't prove it because there weren't achievements but i beat ninja gaiden black on hard and when i tell you it was hard worth every thousands of death that i got um it's a series that has had a few releases in the last couple of years that have been nothing short of right terrible well thanks to an interview with the head of the studio team ninja says this um it isn't against outsourcing a new ninja gaiden studio president of uh fumahiko Yasuda says a new series entry 
would need all the right pieces to fit. Now, listen, folks, we talked about Wulong for a hot second on how that's coming into Xbox Game Pass. We know that Team Ninja is making Wulong. Yes, it's a multi-plat, but it's Game Pass day, day and date. I've played through the demo. The demo was unbelievable. Game is hard. Game is very, very hard. And the last boss, ridiculous. Like, I, I beat him once on his first form and just got destroyed on the second. But I'm going to be playing the S out of that game, thanks to games like Elden Ring, who have now brought me into the fray. Okay? But this is where Ninja Theory comes into the question, or the theory of Ninja Theory, if you will. Pun totally intended. Ninja Theory has had a track record of making absolutely astounding character-based games with graphics that match nobody else, right? Now, you can say that maybe Ninja Theory isn't as good as Naughty Dog. I'd fight you on that, to be honest with you. But I would say that Microsoft has such an amazing relationship with Team Ninja and Koei, and that you can you you can tell by the interview that they that, that when they were talking about Xbox in Japan, Xbox what what does Xbox need to do in Japan? Well, they need to bring a big title, Ninja Gaiden. Even to this day, regardless of its last couple of releases that weren't that good, is still a character that slaps. So I'm saying and I'm suggesting to the gaming gods, hopefully someone from uh, Microsoft or Team Ninja are listening to this very small program, go out and make a deal to reboot Ninja Gaiden and give it to Ninja Theory. Let their team do wonders. We know what they did with Hellblade. They, You know what they did with games that were multi-plast before them. The PlayStation 3 exclusive, I forgot what it was. Uh, was it Hellblade? I think it was. I think it was Hellblade was a, a PS3 launch game. Amazing. Um, the one with the, you know, the, the, the chain story of the Monkey King. That was amazing. You give them Ninja, you give Ninja Theory Ninja Gaiden and you let them go crazy on it. Oh, my God. You have a winner. I want to go to first to, uh, to Crispy on this. Crispy, am I smoking something when I say... With the relationship that Microsoft currently has with Team Ninja, who has now put out there to the world, hey, we, we will outsource the IP as long as it's done right. If, if, if not Ninja Theory, who do you give this IP, IP to for Microsoft so it could be an exclusive on the box? You got to give it to Ninja Theory. I mean, let's be honest. Um Ninja Theory could do whatever they want at this point. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'm going to be can. honest with you. I, I am wholeheartedly believe that Hellblade 2 is going to be one of those games that people talk about for 10 years plus. Um, you know, they did it with uh, Devil May Cry. Um, people kind of didn't like, but the way they went is is kind of new school um, with that game. And, um, you know, they, they just... At this point, you know, the way they're building their dev team, the way they're being open to, you know, us consumers about, you know, their processes at this point, um, that, that takes a lot. That takes a real lot to, uh, you know, be so open about what they're they're doing, you know, with especially Hellblade 2. And, you know, I mean, is it possible? 
Yeah. Um, you know, Team Ninja, you know, everybody says like souls like games type thing. Well, I mean, it, it would be nice for those people that like those games to get more of them uh on Xbox. And, you know, I at the end of the day, you're gonna say, well, Microsoft will probably foot the a majority of the bill for this, you know what I mean? If not all of it. Um it, it makes sense. Uh there's also could be they could be talking about somebody completely different. We we don't know. Um sure. But I mean, you know, it was never never my thing. I was actually a PlayStation gamer. Like like you said, like that's why it's synonymous with Xbox is I, I didn't even really know about Ninja Gaiden when uh when when I was on PlayStation, you know what I mean? And when, when it finally came to PlayStation, I didn't care, to be honest with you. Um and then that's that's where I go and say I was playing like other games like Tenchu and stuff like that back then. So good, so you know what I mean. Good. And and you know once I I got my fix of those because those weren't easy either. A lot of people forget about Tenchu, but that, that that game was definitely ahead of its time. Especially a Wrath of Heaven was was one of my I favorite imported games that game then. when it first came out, and when I played it, I I couldn't believe what I was playing. Yeah, and it, it did like the. It was like one of the first games that did the X-ray, and like you know, you'd execute people, and you'd see the bones, and it go through their skull or something. It was pretty wild game. Um, you know, really like if you look at Ghost of Tsushima right now, it, that's why I want to play that because it, it reminds me of of what I played in Tenchu. Um, but you know, at the same time, I mean, we need more of these games. It's just like we were just talking about you know gray it's like you need we're gonna ask us xbox for what we don't have right now we are good on the multiplayer side and we don't want them to ever take that away which i'm glad they didn't go the route that you know sony went and said nah we're done with multiplayer you know but at the same time we got to ask for what's not there because you know we want more people to play with you could say oh we're we're you know we're just xbox and this and that like dude like I want people to be able to enjoy at a, a decent price, you know, something that, you know, they're used to paying more for, you know, and, and I think, you know, as they, they go about, you know, getting more partnerships in Japan, I think Xbox needs to look at games like this and say, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna have them, you know, beaten down the world, but you do have the Elden Ring and Elden Ring probably opened Xbox eyes and said, okay, there is, you know, these gamers that really want to play these type of really difficult but satisfying games. And I say go for it, you know, get get those partnerships because it, it really it's something that we need on this side at this point. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Shout out to Mr. Joanna Dark and Jack Steele who corrected me and it's it was Heavenly Sword, uh, which is yes, that that's that's Again, way ahead of its time. Ninja Theory at their absolute finest. Um, I think I'm playing the same footage as I was playing before. So if that, in fact, is the case, and I believe it is, I will change it momentarily. But I do want to bring in Dreadpool on this. No, actually, I didn't play this footage because I didn't drive the car. So, yes, yeah, so this is new footage. Okay, excellent. Um, Dreadpool, look, uh, Ninja Theory uh, has a lot on their plate. Team Ninja has a lot on their plate. Uh, as a matter of fact, someone actually said in here, I'm trying to find out who said it, uh, Ninja, Ninja, um, Team Ninja is currently working on another PlayStation 5 exclusive, which makes perfect sense as to why they would want to outsource this game, outsource Ninja Gaiden, because obviously 
Ryu Hayabusa, I don't know whether you know the character like I do. He's uh, he's a big character in gaming, and yes, there has no, there's been some some poorly done Ninja Ninja Gaiden games, but at the same time, I'd love to see them reboot it and bring it back in a big way. For you personally, is Ninja Theory the right team to reboot this IP? Uh, let me see. Uh, let me talk to Phil Harrison, and I'll get back. No, well, don't speak to him. No, don't do that. <laughs> He's going to ruin everything. Exactly. Not that Phil. Not that Phil. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that Phil. That, that's not my Phil. Um, so, <laughs> you know, we, we do need uh, Ryu to come back. Um, we miss the old black days. We met uh, the Sigma days. Uh, it just wasn't cutting it. Even even for those of us that had, you know, the rebought the the triple pack, uh, Sigma just doesn't cut it. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just not right. Um, I forgot what they did. They they made it easier or something. I guess I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we it needs to be done right. Um, all these franchises, you know, because you got to remember what have I said before? You know, yeah, we've played the old games. We need something new, and really, it doesn't need quality of life update, but it does need some, uh, to be brought back into the forefront uh, for the next generation. You know, because I want my daughter to be able to play these games. I want her to experience the the, the history of some of these characters that we've played, and it, she's not going to get into the older games. At least she can get into the newer games. You know, so we, but that's what we want. We want something to 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 look beautiful to react properly and give us a challenge. And this is the type of game that does that. Uh, these, these are uh, good games that get you a little story, a little bit of action, you know, and it's just, it needs to be done right. So whoever gets it, do it right. Make sure, you know, and then I, I wholeheartedly agree with them. If they say, you know what, this isn't up to our standards, uh, just cancel it, and then it is what it is. Uh, but I'd like to see it come back. I'd, I'd like to see, um, I'd like to see it. Like I said, done right. I want to. I want to be able to be like, yeah, you, I remember playing this game. You know, because let's go back to Halo, right? We, we've all been talking about how how great Halo was up until the recent years, where oh well, four was great for. Uh, the storyline or the multiplayer, but then five was great for the storyline. And then it was just like back and forth or, you know, people had different opinions, but why can't we have the same opinion of it's a great game. And this is what, this is what it used to be. It's a great game. There was no, Oh, with this or that. And three kind of threw it off a little bit and went into that realm, but bring it back to what it was. And I think it'll be Epic again. I absolutely agree. I, I definitely think you're onto something for sure. Uh, I I, I want to see this come back in a big way. Let let let's bring in um, Fuzzy Belvedere on this. Fuzzy, what wh- mm-hmm. what are your your, your thoughts on, um, you know, Ninja, uh, nin, nin, you know, Ninja Theory actually making a new Ninja Gaiden? Uh, you know, again, putting it out to the world like, hey, we are we are not against, um, you know, putting uh, letting someone else handle this IP as long as it's good. Mm-hmm. I, I think Microsoft. This is one of those opportunities. Microsoft. Someone's knocking at the door, folks. Microsoft has to has the has to answer. 
I, I think it's a good idea considering what they did with the Devil May Cry. I know some people didn't particularly care for that particular one in comparison to some of the others, but that was one of the ones that I actually enjoyed as far as when they did uh, that uh, Devil May Cry. But uh, Ninja Theory is one of those talented studios. I think that they can do more than, you know, Hellblade and Project Mara. So if if given the opportunity, I think it's worthwhile allowing them to, you know, give it a try. Like I actually really hope at some point they allow uh, Ninja Theory, uh, Ninja Theory to revisit uh, Bleeding Edge. Maybe not as an arena melee right. type of thing, but more of like a, like I know when people were saying before, uh, who should do uh, um, uh, Killer Instinct. I kind of would like to see their version of it, considering even though it's not the same fast melee style of the traditional Killer Instinct, but there there were some characters in their Bleeding Edge that I think would fit nicely in Killer Instinct, and that that uh, the melee style that they had with a couple of them, I think would be a nice change if if we're going to try and do a, like a reboot of that series. But you know, Ninja Theory in general, I I think they're they're well one of the top talented studios i mean coalition is definitely up there playground games is definitely up there uh, obsidian's definitely up there but i think ninja theory is in that top five as well so i would love to see them give it a try and, and see what the what the results are yeah me too me, me too i i i think that they are so talented and again it's it's, it's a small studio but i i think that they what you look when you look at what they did with Hellblade 1, right? That mm-hmm. was 20 people, 20 something, 20, 20 some odd people that made that game. Now, was it perfect? No. But was it a stunner? Was it when it was a a, a, a PlayStation exclusive? People were like, oh my God, I'd love to play that. <laughs> and I bought it. I bought it there. I bought it here. I bought it everywhere, right? Comes to Xbox. And then out of nowhere, in 2018, they announced its first party. Crazy, like just absolutely crazy. And here they are, Hellblade 2. We've seen it. It's going it's, it's to be a banger, kids. It's going to be a banger. And at this point, we know they're working on Project Mara, but they are so talented in what they do. They don't need a team of 100 people to make a new Ninja Gaiden. They would probably staff it with 40 people, the same that they have staffed it with uh, Hellblade 2, right? Start from the ground up and put the quote-unquote ninja theory touch to this ip i I think it's a match made in heaven dave you've heard what everyone has to say yep what is your affinity for ninja theory but more so the ip known as ninja gaiden i love the i love the ip i think it's it's great um but let me uh i just i want to in chat there are multiple um different uh people in chat um um, Thanos and Chipmunk, a couple others that are saying that uh, that Platinum Games would be good at this, and and I think that Platinum Games, the A team, the A team, you know, that's look, that's that's hit or miss with them. That's what's well. Scary. Here's the thing: has anyone in the chat played Metal Gear Rising? Mm-hmm. Anyone? Let let me just let me just throw this out there: play Metal Gear Rising. With uh, you know, with the main character from Metal Gear Solid Two, Raiden was so amazing in that game. If that team, if that team is the one that's making a Ninja Gaiden, I'm all for it. Though I'm nervous. I'm gonna right. be honest with you. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, and that's that's what I was saying. I just didn't want to. Um, I thought what the chat was saying was a good point that, that yeah, there yeah. are mm-hmm. definitely there are definitely some really good teams out there because they've made some amazing amazing games. But I mean, you got it. You got to look at the the hit or miss part. That you know, I mean, what's that game that that Platinum just did for Square that like they're throwing the copies away at GameStop because it absolutely <laughs> it absolutely tanked. You mean the one that they're shutting down the servers next yeah, month yeah, or a yeah. couple months? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, and then mm-hmm. the thing that gets me is that like it looked good. Some of the you know some of the demos or the videos and stuff we saw on it, all that looks pretty good. But then apparently the gameplay mechanics and the and just the overall to get you to replay it and get you in, you know, it, it just didn't work. And uh, you know, so that's the kind of thing that I, I would hate for such an historic franchise to be left in a in a situation that might da- damage it you know we've had other franchises that are <clears throat> getting uh damaged boy look what's on your screen but anyway the uh just saying <laughs> but uh but no i i do agree that i i think that uh that the ninja team would well would be would be great at that i mean they're 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 already proven the the quality of uh of game that they're you know they're making now and uh like you said with the 20-man team that game was amazing. The new game, and we were we're all the Hellblade man. We're all fired up for that. And they definitely, it would be really nice to see them get their um, sink their teeth into something you know like an an, an established franchise like this because I I do think that they could really you know make a good game and hopefully the type of game that we all want to play. So, but yeah, I, I definitely think it's a I think it's a good call. I think it would be a good match. Hopefully they can get some things worked out. And I'm like I said, I'm I'm just more games for Xbox. Let's do it. The more games, the better. Mm-hmm. The more games that are console exclusives or times exclusive or published by Microsoft means games and Game Pass, which means that you're going to get more bang for your buck. Yep. Um, I mean that's that that's the bottom line. Uh, but listen, let let's let's get into the main topic, folks. You guys are here to talk about Deadpool and Wolverine. But before I do, the Super Chats, folks, they're unbelievable. And JD Gamer, who's been a monster supporter of the channel almost since inception. So JD, shout out to you, brother. Welcome. He has also, who he was two years, has been a channel member. So that should should break down how long he's been supporting the, the channel. He also has gifted five Double Barrel Gaming uh, memberships. That's Dude, that is amazing of you. Thank you so much. That is very, very kind of you. Uh, Novel Fernandez was gifted a membership uh, by JD Dip Down Anime as well. Uh, let's see, JC Calaramo, uh, uh, Carla Moreau. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, let's see, K- uh, um, King Skull was also and Orange Rhino. Those, though, thank you for that Dreadpool. I didn't even, I, I didn't even know where the hell you found it, but good on you that you did. Thank you for that. Um, we also have, uh, let's see, uh, Zoso one up drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, shout out, um, I, at ice cold for all the gifted subs again, GGS. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Uh, JD gamer, uh, drops, uh, not one, but two, $5 super chats. And the first one he says this, can I get enslaved odyssey to the West two from Ninja theory? Oh my God. Yes. That's the game I was telling you about. That's based loosely on the monkey king unbelievable game well ahead of its time for graphics it is 
it's probably one of the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 era games that would be considered an unsung hero that no one knows about. It, it's honestly incredible. Um, he says uh, they are um, uh, the the okay. They are the epitome of action, uh, great action and hack and slash games. And I need more, please. Yes, I absolutely agree. He also says um, I need them to split into three teams for this one uh, to be one of the games they're working on. Yeah, I, it's I, that's a that's a that's a studio you want to staff up. There's no doubt about that. Uh, we also have Jesse DeBarrios. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Mr. Nichols drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Tomonobu Itagaki." Will make uh, uh, will make uh, and Xbox needs to buy Ninja Guy. Yeah, you know what? Itagaki is. I mean, he has a studio. I believe it's something Valhalla. Uh, then he actually said, I think it was last year. Hey, Microsoft, I'm looking to be acquired. That guy's got talent. Um, he he was teaching for many many years after he left Team Ninja. You know, and he left. You know, there was some accusations made about his the way he would, you know, say things that, you know, people kind of pushed him away. So he went into teaching and now he's back in game. He wants to get back into the game development uh, part of gaming. I say give the guy a shot. That That's just me. Jesse DeBarrios drops a very generous $5. Super chances. Hello from Florida. Well, dude, hopefully you and your family are safe. And there was not too much damage of what went down on wednesday he says keep up the awesome work boom love watching the shows as always that's very kind of you to say thank you for that raiden blade who's been a channel member for my god an entire year drops a five pound super chat and says boom i want darksiders remake exclusives to xbox and only focus on war as as the many character leads in the story from the first game was great i'm replaying yeah i i actually like the idea that they made each game because i my, my favorite as great as war is mine is death that the the second iteration probably was my favorite um i played through and beat the third one um i'm still waiting if they're going to come out with the fourth one it makes sense right you know they have the, the four horsemen i'd like to play the game with the other one i know there was a top-down um diablo-esque game that used the fourth horseman but i'd like to see a, a straight up uh real sequel um jesse the barrio drops wow a very generous ten dollars super chances honestly i'd love to see sega or bandai namco get welcomed into the ecosystem especially bandai namco because they have some fighting games which xbox really needs at the moment yeah I, there is uh and, and this is not my words this is his words um Oh my God! Why is he? Why is his name uh, eluding me? Um, the fighting game guy that that has a, a million subscribers, like one point five million subscribers. Oh my Ed God! Boone? What is it? Ed Boone. Ed, Ed no. Boone. No, 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 no. He's a YouTuber. Oh, I, I'll get. Oh, him. Maximilian. Maximilian, dude. Yes, thank you for the save. He actually had a video out a couple of weeks ago. And these are his words, folks. He called this a crackpot theory that uh, he would he can see Bandai Namco taking on the Killer Instinct IP and then licensing it out to people that they have worked with, and that is and that is the the, the creators of Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear. Uh, yes, yes, and yes, please, because 
if it's not going to be Ed Boone making a new Killer Instinct, which he said some things last week that, oh my God, it makes me wonder. Um, I, listen, I don't care who makes it. Just make a new Killer Instinct with someone that can that has fighting game chops in their DNA. But folks, let's get into topic number four. Um, and see, this one, this one is a bit of a stretch. Now, I know I said we were going to talk about um, the, uh, the 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 Reddit post, but we, we just don't have enough time. I will get to that eventually, and, and there's there's literally so much to get into. But I I, I want to talk about what is on the headline thumbnail. Okay, if you if you follow Double Barrel Gaming, you know the thumbnail has Wolverine and Deadpool. So you're asking yourself. Why did I add the Xbox Series X and S logo to the right corner? What does this guy know that I don't? Well, here's the thing. I don't know anything, but I am going to say this. This week, Ryan Reynolds came out, and he confirmed to the world that Deadpool Deadpool 3 is in production, which if you follow the MCU like I do, you kind of knew that already. What we didn't know is the fact that Hugh Jackman is going to reprise his role, according to him, on the, on, on the intro video that he put out. Ryan Reynolds put this out one more time. So he's going to be in Deadpool 3, and I say he, meaning Wolverine. Now, why I decided to kind of make this a topic, and I'm not the only one talking about this, folks, is that to Ryan Reynolds directly, the official Xbox account, not Ireland, not Africa, not anywhere else outside of the country. The official Xbox Twitter account responded to Ryan Reynolds directly, and they simply say, see you soon, bub. Now, of course, it's speculation town time, but here's the thing. The film is coming out on September 6th, 2024. Plenty of time, if, if, if not already had to have been working on a game. I'm wondering whether this simple tweet from Xbox is implying, and again, it's, it's super, super vague rumor time, that there could be a Deadpool Wolverine game coming to Xbox as an exclusive. Now, we already know that Sony has their hooks in the MCU with Spider-Man and now the recently released a trailer for Wolverine. But who's to say that there can't be another game that includes Wolverine? They don't own the rights to Wolverine. They have a marketing deal uh, with Spider-Man. They don't, they own Spider-Man's movie rights. They don't own Spider-Man's, you know, video game or toys rights. So I'm going to go to first crispy on this crispy this is this is, it may be, a, a molehill. It might be a mountain. We don't know. Only time is going to tell. But when you have Xbox responding to Ryan Reynolds and says, "See you soon, bub," I start to get wild theories. I'm interested to get yours. Well, I, I first want to say, being you know a huge Marvel fan, these two are my favorite Marvel characters. Number one, number two. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine and Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. And you can argue with me that till no end, but go watch X2 if you never have and watch Hugh Jackman in that. He is Wolverine. Um, 
I was just over the moon when I saw this, even though I felt like they were setting this up the whole time. Like, <laughs> you know, even in Deadpool 1, when he goes and, and uh, cleans up the timeline, I mean, people are putting that out there. Like, when I call upon you, you come, you, you make sure you say yes. And like, it was, it's hilarious because I think they've been setting this up the whole time. And I know they act very like uh, mean to each other. I think that's exactly what they're going to do in the movie. And I all, you also have to realize that they're actually friends. So they, they pull shots at each other all day, every day. And it, it's quite hilarious. I think this movie is going to go like gang. This is going to be the most successful Marvel movie they have that year, in my opinion. Um, besides that, imagine, okay, because we're down speculation town. This is not even anybody's confirmed any bull or nothing. We're going off of one single tweet. Imagine if the unannounced coalition game, it shows up at the game awards and it's Deadpool. And mm -hmm. you have some cameos from, you know, Wolverine. It's not like Dude, you might be there. you might be onto something here, brother. I didn't even think about that because damn, the coalition? What? And they just it's almost like they were testing the waters with the Matrix demo. A lot of people, if you look at that, I'm telling you, they could make a movie-style game and it doesn't have to be Gears-esque. They have the talent to do whatever they want. And I think if you're going to do it and you're going to do it right, because, I mean, the, the Deadpool game that came out that some of us played, it was okay, but it was not what we were looking for. You have somehow Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman voicing that as well. I mean, you're, you're going to just blow people out of the water, in my opinion. And you have a talent like the Coalition do it. You can't have some random studio do it. You got to have one of your big hitters that knows what the heck they're doing and how to approach, you know, a, a, an IP that hasn't been touched in God knows how long as far as gaming. So you, you got to go with somebody that's that's invested, that that knows how to mess with engines and all that. That is the Coalition. So I say if that's the case, that would be just just crazy like I, I would i would just absolutely i'd be like this game's gonna be awesome it would be but, you know what it would be crispy a drop the mic moment once again at the game awards right? i mean like, I, i'm just you know we're down speculation tom this is this is me speculating because you know what everybody's talking and i'm gonna tell you right now from what i hear gear six is three years away that's what i'm wow. hearing okay? okay now 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 it, it could be a little less than that but because they're developing another game as of what we know right now and what they've kind of hinted at multiple times and also been messing with the engine. They want gear six to be an absolute masterpiece as far as like uh graphical fidelity, everything yep. else. They want the full on UE five experience. That is also what Epic wants. A lot of people say, Oh, Epic doesn't really play ball with Xbox anymore. No, they, when it comes to the coalition, no, they, they have uh, backdoor access. They got the VIP, buddy. Like, you, you got to realize they're helping develop UE5, if you didn't know. Because there's too many good devs that have worked on UE for their entire, like, lives at the Coalition right now. You need them there to help you. And that's what Epic is smart about. They said, you know what? Let's bring them in. Let's put out a demo that a lot of people have modded already, made Supermans and stuff. Dude, there's so much potential in UE5. I say, why not start out with a 
major IP in Deadpool and, you know, hopefully have some Wolverine in there. But even if it's just Deadpool, I'm good with it. And imagine if you actually, you know, spend the money and say, you know what, Ryan, Hugh, we'll pay you a ton of money if you guys voice this. And oh I think God, I think yeah. you say you say you say screw it, we're going all in on this. If you're gonna bring out an IP, let's have the actual voices there because I don't think anybody could really, you know, um, do Deadpool like Ryan Reynolds can. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we need that, and and I feel like Ryan is one of those people that's like he he does all these weird investments and stuff. Like he 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 does stuff that nobody else will do, and I feel like he would absolutely enjoy being in a game. And you know, having people play as him, and I think I think that's something that could absolutely happen. And I mean, I would hope it's going to be a, a heavy hitter like the Coalition. You know, what I'm saying. I I think what you're putting down, I'm buying. I think that that would be a mic drop moment. It would be one of those uh, those moments that people would like like if it. Just imagine this for a second. I want to bring Dreadpool in on the conversation, specifically talking about this. For the last couple of years, Dread. Microsoft has taken the mantle as being the showstopper, so to speak, for the Game Awards, right? They had had bomb after bomb after bomb. And it was just announced just the other day that it is returning to the Microsoft Theater once again. We know Microsoft has been rumored to be putting out something really special, really big at the Game Awards. This is what we're hearing. What Crispy Bomb is implying and and again, this is speculation town, folks. There is no, we have no evidence that this is actually going to happen. But my God, if it did, that's all I can say. Um, where do you personally think this tweet is going? Is this uh, going to be a special edition console that Microsoft is talking about and it's going to have no validity to an actual game release? Or is there something more to, we'll see you soon, Bob? Because I seem to think the latter. I think uh, I'm going to drop the bomb on the last the last thought. Okay, so I'm thinking it would be great to see another Deadpool game. Um, I I personally would like to see a Dreadpool game, but that's me. Um, but yeah, it, uh, they released the the one that was uh, multiplied on the 360. Then they re-released it on the, um, the Xbox following One, gen, yeah. uh, Xbox One, and PlayStation Four. So I. I did have it for the PS3 and I bought it digitally because I was like, there's no way I'm losing this one. Uh, I bought it digitally on the Xbox one. So um, I did double dip uh, on purpose, but um, that's because, you know, that's one of my favorite characters it, mm -hmm. ever since he came out with uh, and, and had the one shots. People were like, I don't get this. And I'm like, you, you don't understand. This is, this is awesome. I love this. So for me, I'm a huge fan of this. Um, I even, you know, I was even kidding around before when we were talking in the green room about, uh, let's say, um, let's let's base it off of um, a Deadpool 2, X-Force. You know, what if he brings back uh, X-Force, you know, with a green axe and da-da-da-da-da. Be kind of funny, be kind of hysterical. Um, it would be cool to see, like, uh, another Wolverine, maybe a Wolverine Deadpool game. Mm -hmm. But when I'm reading into it, and I, I, I thought about it, and it just kind of clicked. What if it has nothing to do? It just happened to be on the message where 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 um, uh, Hugh Jackman was sitting there, and they weren't really rep replying to Ryan; they're replying to Jack 
or mm, you know, interesting thing. you know Out, you never know right see you soon bub right so what if here's the drop what if they managed to make wolverine that's being made by sony multiplat oh wow <laughs> yeah. how about that one maybe but but here's the other thing that's a that's a that's a bomb dude that's a major bomb that, right? that's I, I did not see you going that route to be honest with you but you're saying what if uh what you're saying the what if is huge what if marvel said hey listen you know the the, the we want more than 20 million with spider-man we 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 want this is an mlb situation right. what you're implying yes yes interesting Think about interesting it. Said, theory bub literally that's wolverine's thing that's, bub. that's his catchphrase <laughs> yeah so what if he you know what if he wasn't talking to ryan it just happened to be because hugh jackman was there and that was the little teaser the little hint just enough to wow. say hey look we, we talked with marvel and we convinced them or marvel even said you know what the way that uh mlb uh, was was very epic on Sony, and they did so much better. Uh, you know, going multiplat because of the way they did it. Maybe mm-hmm. we didn't do as well on Spider Man as we could have because you know the the numbers weren't there like they should have been. Maybe this is the route we go. It's you, you know, know what, dude. And, you, you imagine that's... that in Game Pass, double dipper. Oof. Yeah, dude. It's it's crazy. It's crazy because obviously. You know, right. it, it, it 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 does open the uh, the door for questions as to if you look at how many consoles are out there for PlayStation, and I think it's well over 140 million consoles when you consider the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Fives. Um, is 30 million, even though in retrospect of its development budget and things, is 30 million of a game sold good? Now, if you ask me, I think that's absolutely fantastic, but I'm not a bean counter. Maybe, right? maybe, I, yeah, maybe, I'm sorry, but maybe they used up all their power with Spider-Man and they just don't have that leverage anymore. It's possible, yeah. One, one could suggest that because right now, um, the next 10 years of Marvel, yes, it's going to include Spider-Man, but for the most part, you're going to be you're going to have characters returning uh, from the shows. You're going to have new characters being introduced like Adam Warlock and the Fantastic Four and things of that nature, maybe Spider-Man isn't top priority anymore. Here's, so maybe here's, another, here's another thought. I'm sorry, but here's another one. Mm-hmm. What if it's due time to bring back the X-Men? Yeah, well, there you go. The X-Men, I mean, again, we, we I, 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 there's something weird going on with that. Supposedly, they, they can't use the X-Men uh, uh, without using the uh, characters, uh, the the actors and actresses that were for the Fox because they had assigned a six year deal. It's something weird that the, that the Hollywood Reporter um, talked about a, a couple of months ago. I don't know if there's any or uh, validity to it, to be honest with you. But it, it, you, you're you're putting down it, some incredible points, dude. It's, and it's, I, and, yeah, it should be long enough that even with that, they they should be able to do something because I I know that's that was part of the reason why they Disney stopped marketing or actually Marvel did um, start marketing X-Men because they, they were, they weren't getting, you know, they were promoting this, the, the, the movies with their toys, you know, yep. the toys were promoting the game or the, the, I'm sorry, the movies were promoting the toys, but they were trying to get it back. So they stopped 
production of everything. Oh, they even stopped the comics, dude. Yeah, I mean, they, they stopped they, production they even, of everything. Yeah, they stopped. So, yeah, they 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 cut they cut them right off at the ankles. That's what. So maybe maybe it's been enough time that the contract is is coming out, uh, you know, uh, ending, and now they can actually get into it and start putting it out. Because if that's the case, why do we have Hugh Jackman? It, it's listen, dude. What you what you are you are you are taking the speculation town tour bus, and I love what you're putting down. <laughs> Um, I'll shut up now so everybody else could. No, 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 their... dude, listen, you knocked it out of the park. Comment of the, the entire comment of the whole show. But Fuzzy, before I get to your brother, I got to thank some people. There's been so many super chats, man. Thank you folks so much for that. Gerald Knack, good friend of the channel, who's been a channel member for six months, has dropped an outstanding $5 super chat and says, just showing support to the hardest working man in content creation. Thank you, sir. Mr. Boomstick XL, my age. Uh, at, uh, at, oh, well, I'm at your age as well. Oh, well, there you go. Salute to you and all the All-Star panel. Well, thank you so much for that, brother. Definitely appreciate Dumblings. it. Um, je- uh, let's see. We also have Jesse DeBario struck. Wow, an additional $20 super chat. Wow, Jesse. Thank you so much for that. He says, that would be so sick. I remember the uh, the Deadpool, I was going to say Dreadpool, the Deadpool game that had uh, that, that, they had on the Xbox 360. Yeah, I beat it there and I beat it again on the Xbox One. Phenomenal game. Very funny, uh, which was hilarious. So if they came back with another Deadpool game or even an X-Men game featuring Deadpool, that would definitely be hype worthy. Absolutely. Indeed. Uh, Jesse DeBario drops an additional $5 super chat. Thank you so much for the generosity, dude. He says it's also possible the Sony Wolverine game may not may only be a timed exclusive. Oh my dude. <laughs> that is a giant L for Sony if that in fact is the case, because wow. Be, you know, but I'll take it. I'll take Wolverine on Xbox, no problem. Jacob Novik drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, I have a funny idea. Outsource the new Ninja Gaiden. From Team Ninja to Ninja Theory, and call it Ninja Gaiden, the Three Ninjas. Uh, you know what? I like what you're putting down there, brother. And Sir X Men. Oh, we have some more super chats to come in. Kobini Gaming drops a five dollars super chat and says, "Great show, great work as always." Well, thank you for that, my brother. And Sir X Men drops an additional two dollars super chat and says, "I want a new Marvel versus Capcom old school style." You know what, dude? So do I. Go back and make, take whatever. The best parts of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and make a make make a new one. Don't do it the the the, the 3D model way. I like I like the, the, the 2D sprites sprites personally. But Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this. Uh I, I think that the, the 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 bomb drop of the day comes the way. I mean, Crispy has dropped a bomb as well as uh Dreadpool. Mm-hmm. Again, this is just a mere tweet. There is no validity to it outside of our opinions. We're going down speculation town. But I kind of feel like the time is right for a Marvel exclusive for Xbox. Yeah. And and hearing, again, it's a simplistic tweet. See you soon, bub. I don't know, <laughs> man. I think there's something there. Xbox's social media account always throw something out there or they or, love to stir the pots and and more times than not there there's something behind it even if it's just like okay you get a you know 64 or like a frame boost on this particular game or you know we're going to work on doing a, a a remake of a game or something to that effect there's always something even if it's just like oh we're going to do a special edition console 
there, there's always something to their posts. So I would have to believe that there's a little bit more to this. Now, it could just very well be that we'll get like a, a, a Deadpool edition, you know, Series S or Series X or something like that. But, oh, man, if if we get an actual game or what like uh, Dreadpool was saying, like if we were to actually get a, uh, you know, Wolverine, whether it be that it's only timed on PlayStation or, you know, another MLB the show type of deal. I think that would pretty much uh, break gaming Twitter for like for a month or more weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks, because think about that for a second before MLB, the show was on Xbox. Mm -hmm. Did anyone in their wildest imaginations think that that was a possibility? The answer is straight up. No. And if you're saying yes, then you're probably lying. (laughs) Um, No one thought that was going to happen. The, 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 the soul in the the wound, so to speak, is it was in Game Pass, yeah. and Phil Spencer. It was such a, a such a monumental announcement and such a kick to the balls to Sony that he made that announcement himself on Twitter. Hey, folks, FYI, MLB the Show Game Pass, and well, there you know we know how that went for Sony. Um, I I kind of wonder if Dred's onto something here. Maybe that you know the 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 stronghold that Sony had over uh, Marvel, uh, you know, specifically the Spider-Man character, maybe it doesn't hold as much weight. And may- maybe that Wolverine game is multi-plat. It's unlikely, but it's just something here. There's something here, Fuzzy. Yeah, and, and it seems like Disney and Marvel in general is a lot freer with licensing out some of their IP stuff for games. So, we, we have a whole bunch of studios working on various different Star Wars games right now. Um, there wasn't as much of a uh, notice on their D23 as far as like Marvel games in general. Like we already knew about like the uh, Midnight Suns and such. But uh, I, I would have to believe that there's probably a good bit more either in production or or in the early stages, as, as they would say, and, and being worked on here you know, probably fairly soon. And, you know, if coalition is involved, oh, we're, we're going to be in for a treat. But if, if it's kind of like what uh, Dreadpool had hinted to, man, I, I honestly believe the level of salt on gaming Twitter would just pretty much shut down the app for, for, like you said, for weeks. So I, I would love to see it just, just for the, the breakdowns, but in, in general, I, I think it's time <laughs> we get something from, from Marvel, whether it's, an actual Deadpool game or, or some sort of X-Men game or, or anything in that relation would be awesome to see. I agree. And uh, let, Web Dave, let's get your final opinion on this brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, is, is there, is there, is there fire where there's smoke or are we wishing, you know, this into existence that may never happen again? I know Microsoft, their social media team, they are on point and they're constantly they have their their fingers on the pulse of what's going on. We know Wolverine is exclusive for for, uh, for PlayStation. It's going to be a monster-sized game for Insomniac Games. If you look at what they've done in their past, it's going to be amazing. There's just no doubt about it. But there is room for questioning on whether or not there's a stronghold still being held by Sony. And I don't think there is. I, I think there's something that could possibly be said about maybe... I mean, again, maybe it's not Insomniac's games. Maybe the coalition is at 
actually working on a Deadpool game. Man, that would that would be awesome. I mean, since we are in speculation town, I, that would be awesome if that happened. It would be great if we, you know, they brought the the Wolverine game was was like you said, like with the other uh, MLB the Show type thing. It was like you know, hey, cool, we're bringing it everywhere or timed exclusive type thing. That would be awesome too. That that would work uh, because eventually it would come to the Xbox. That'd be great. My hope is that it is an X Men type game with the entire x-men i think it would be the roster would be oh, sick dude. oh my yeah. gosh and then and then <clears throat> i mean even if you made it some kind of four-player cooperative type game with the main characters of you know wolverine cyclops and, and just you know i mean just imagine the 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 kind of uh and storm the kind of uh a kind of game you could you could have and you could you know my god that would be that would be amazing that's that's what I'm really excited if something like that happened, you know, because like you said, we know the, the X-Men are out there. We know the X-Men are, are coming to, to Marvel from the, from the Fox license. So we know those things are happening and they've, they're teasing it's stuff are getting closer. And, um, you know, maybe this is a little for, for foreshadowing <laughs> out there. And like I said, speculation, all speculation. But if I was going to speculate, I wanted to be an X-Man game i want it to be something just absolutely off the rails and like you said with the with the with the team that, that did like uh with the gears of war i mean can you imagine being able to like a great... I, I literally oh. can't the coalition just that knows how so to do awesome. violence they know how to do graphical impressive games uh they're, they're the masters of the unreal engine and a game of this ilk on you know being made by them using unreal engine 5 would be a showstopper like it hey, would be sure. one of those games that you know again gears like like crispy said is a couple of years out he says up to three years out so you know what i i would love to see what they can do outside of the gears universe and and again there are working on an unannounced title they are working yeah. on something boom hmm. yeah they, they certainly Boy, are Ooh, wouldn't that just wouldn't that just blow everybody's damn mind? I mean, everybody would be like, "What the hell if that yeah. happened?" So yeah. speculation town and no, but uh bring it, bring the, bring everything, bring the sauce, bring the dread, bring it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, let I'm me here. catch up on the last super chat, and I'm going to get everyone out of here so you guys and gals can start your Friday off. Jesse DeBarrios drops an additional, very generous five dollars super chat and says. I heard DC is licensing out their characters like Batman in the Spawn universe, so maybe DC may want to play ball with Xbox. You know what? I don't. I, I know. Listen, Phil Spencer has talked publicly about not being able to have control of IPs, and that's why he doesn't really dig the whole licensing thing. And I totally get that. But contracts can be done in a way that benefits everyone, and I think that Microsoft is literally do its own marvel game its own image game with spawn <laughs> or dc or or pick you know pick whoever you want as 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 your favorite flavor for uh for heroes um i'd love to see a captain america game and you know that's just Definitely. me but ladies and gentlemen i want to say a big thank you we had over 400 people here almost the entire show the super chats were nothing short of or inspiring because they just keep coming in. And obviously it's, you know, it's our way of being able to give back to this community because we use those, we tuck those away to not only buy new programs and equipment for the show to make it run better, 
but we also use it for massive giveaways. We did one last Friday, which we gave away $500 worth of uh, digital gifts. There's a second one coming for Mrs. Boom's birthday bash. That's going to be the first week of November. And then in December, folks, for the first time in channel history, we are giving away $1,000 worth of digital items live on the air. It's our Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. This will be our fourth annual, uh, and it's the most money that we have ever given away at any one show. 500 up front, 500 on the back end, and all everyone is welcome, including our international viewers. But oh, yeah, Sir X-Men just dropped one. He says, uh, drops a two dollar super chat and says he wants a new Ultimate Alliance, not for Switch. Yeah, the Ultimate Alliance on Switch is dope, but I would like a new one as well. That would be pretty cool. Maybe let the team that uh, that does Diablo. Go ahead and do that. That would be pretty dope. But let's get to the outros, and we'll start first with Crispy Bomb. Crispy, what other shows are you on, and where could people reach out to you on social media? Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And boom, I love going to Speculation Town sometimes. It's always nice and sunny. For me, it's nice and snowy because I like the winter. But for everyone, it's different. I love Speculation Town, and you and Dreadpool. Mind blown. <laughs> Imagine Deadpool going into cover and then it zooms in on his face and he talks and talks to you. He breaks the fourth the gamer. wall. Sick. Then, it's sick. You know, he, he says he says, you know, some kind of like crazy comment that always happens, and then he just starts kill you just start killing everybody, and it, it just oh I just love it. Um, but it's at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. You can find me on Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We got Primetime Gaming, and yes, back on this channel Wednesday, 7 p.m. And of course, the next podcast, 8 p.m. Thursday. And yeah, probably back here whenever I uh, have the chance, of course. I love it. We love, it's just, we love having it's you always, here. It's always great to be here. And, um, you know, shout out to everybody in Florida. You know, uh, hope you're all are safe hearing that this is one of the worst you've ever ever had so i mean you know uh god willing everything gets uh built back up and you know praying for everybody over there so including you dread i, I hope you're all thank you're you. all good bro yeah nice well thank you so much for that and of course the kind words as well yes all our Fl- floridian brothers and sisters hopefully the damage was not too bad it was one of the biggest in the in in in, in uh, the country ever um, and uh, it's it, it did a tremendous amount of damage. Hopefully, uh, anyone that was affected will get uh, just, you know the help that they need quickly. Of course, uh, Dread. I'll save you for last because we can just throw up your thing and I can read it verbatim. Uh, Web Dave, where could people check out your newest interview and more importantly support you by subscribing to your YouTube channel and reaching out to you on social media? Uh, thanks, Boom, for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. I love being here. I love being here with all these uh, amazing panelists. Uh, Fuzzy, Dread, Crispy, Boom, yourself. It's just Thank you, absolutely amazing. And um, there may or may not be a new episode this coming week for the simple fact that, you know, some people have uh, schedules that we, you just have to try and keep working with them to try and get it to work out. But we're, we're still working, so you never know. I may have, I may have still have one up for Monday. But if not, uh, uh, there is so many great interviews up there, some great panels. Every, every single person here is up there. 
that are that are on the panel right now, and they all have a have a story to tell, and it's very fascinating. And if you're a fan of all these people like I am, you definitely want to check them out because uh, it's great. And uh, I love being here and love doing what we do. And um, it's just a um, thanks, man. It's a uh, I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, man. This is a great. Right, well, it's a pleasure to have you each and every week. Definitely, uh, you are a major part of this show, and we're glad to have you, Fuzzy Belvedere, brother. Sell your brand. Talk about your YouTube channel that focuses mostly on the racing racing genre, but you're never afraid to chat it up with the folks, but giving your opinion, especially when Sony does something nefarious. And more (laughs) importantly, where could people find you on other shows and reach out to you on social media? I just want to thank you so much for having me on. And it was awesome being on here with Crispy and Dreadpool and Dave and yourself and everyone in the chat. Thank you so much for coming out and, and, uh, and interacting with us. But uh, for anybody that just wants to hear my my rambling on anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter, Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Same on uh, YouTube, Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me later tonight on Xbox Ultimate on Fun Speculations channel at night. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Shop podcast tomorrow at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PTK Blam's channel with PTK Blam and Pong. Uh, on Monday, we'll be on the lunch break special uh, with uh, Boom, Web Dave, uh, and myself at uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Double Barrel Gaming. And then later on that night, uh, FSP on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then right back here Friday morning, 10 a.m. on Breakfast with Boom. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Thank you very much. And last and no way least, uh, we got to throw his stuff up there for you to see. Dreadpool, you can find him on linktree.com uh, slash dreadpool, youtube.com slash dreadpool, Twitter at dreadpool, TikTok at dreadpool, hover.gg slash dreadpool. And of course, he is not only on Breakfast with Boom each and every week. He's on Gaming Beyond the Box with Wilmy Hood and that crazy group of characters Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for that, uh, Dread. Hopefully you had a good time. And again, you, everyone knocked it out of the park. Everyone had some oh, absolutely incredible theories. And again, a lot of it's, you know, it's just fun that we're throwing out there. And that's what you're supposed to do on these shows. But I kind of like the like the ideology where there's smoke, there is fire, and I'm wondering if now is the right time for Xbox to get in bed with Marvel. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be your new Breakfast with Boom. That is the fifth stream in a row. Like I said, I'm streaming five days a week, Monday through Friday, all different shows, and there's actually a new design coming for uh, the Xbox Lunch Break special uh, both um, Ben Kenobi and I uh, agreed that the, the the new one that we put out there is a, it's a little busy. So we're working on, well, not we, he's the artist. I'm just, you know, help trying to help with some suggestions. He is working on a new thumbnail format that fits the channel. And we'll be, we'll be debuting that this week on episode number two. Because remember, this is just something we started. Uh, but of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Enjoy gaming on wherever you enjoy gaming. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom. <laughs>